Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another Social Sports Pad podcast. All right, everybody. Uh, Yeah. You know, that was Ben and Dylan. Uh, Those two are our guests today. Uh, I mean, Ben's always with me, but I am Ricky, and we are going to be talking about week seven. There are six teams on by this week. Uh, and that is, that is absolutely rough. Um, it is, especially when it's not your, especially when it's your team, hopefully not yet, but it's coming for my team. But yeah, I I mean, like for me, I, I just really think like the, uh, NFL, you know, and yeah, that'll be our first topic of the day is, uh, the buy. I really think that they, uh, in doing the schedule, absolutely misconstrue and do the fans a disservice by making like, oh yeah, this week four teams go on, this week two teams go on, this week six teams go on. No, like you, you have an eight-week uh, period where the buys happen. You have thirty-two teams. Hmm. Eight divided by four is thirty-two. Make it consistent, make it neat, you know, like, oh, you can even include the international games into that stuff. Hi, teams that are going over to over to England or going to Germany or going to, uh, you know, Mexico City, wherever you want to go, going over to China, even if you want to go ahead and, you know, push that market, put them on the buy beforehand or the buy afterward so that you can actually have a better quality product in the NFL, you know, so... Or they should also coincide it also with the Thursday, if they played a Thursday game. Because that has to be rough as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of rough patches uh, when it comes to the schedules and things like that. But, you know, that's you know, kind of the way the cookie crumbles a little bit. Uh, I mean, just, you like know, in terms of scheduling, yeah, like, oh, yeah, everybody just, you know, uh, in a way, like, if you want to, like, call for fairness, you know, oh, yeah, let's uh, let's just have everybody play the games on Sunday at 1 o'clock. And there's no other games. You know, everybody yeah. gets the same amount of rest, the same amount of time. You know, we don't worry about buys. We just go through and go forward. I mean that that uh, that that makes no sense, uh, no. You, know, you know. So, you know, I mean, you know, I just think like with the buys, they need to, you know, just rework them. Four teams each of these uh, eight weeks of the buy, <coughs> and you go ahead. Yeah, and that and that's how it goes. You know, the teams that, yeah, well. They do them so many years in advance now. Like, it's not like, um, you know, like, hey, you could team that's runner up in the Super Bowl gets to pick when their buy is, you know, kind of make a make a little event about it uh, or even pull the lottery. These teams get this uh, this buy or th- these teams get that buy. Just OK. I do think the. I do think the teams that play international, I think I heard they get a choice. They have a bye week after or before. Okay. I mean, that's that's nice. I mean, uh, like for me, I just, you know, the international games, they need to 
as a you know group need to kind of figure that shit out because yeah. you know you'll definitely uh see like oh you know the way baltimore played compared to the way buffalo played um in in tottenham and it was you know far better for baltimore who had shown up on tuesday instead of buffalo who showed up on friday you know and they were a lot healthier they were a lot cleaner a lot more awake uh when they yeah. went ahead and played so but uh we will move on from buys uh we say bye bye to buys uh, and we talk a little bit about Thursday nights as uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars barely held on to beat the New Orleans Saints. What a game that was. Like, yeah, uh, this this game, the way it was going to me, like the score being only seven points uh, absolutely goes wonders to the Saints tenacity. And kind of uh, damning to the Jacksonville defense. Like, seriously, you put on the pressure, man. Uh, you were up 21 to 9. You know, keep pushing that up. You know, you could have you could probably had another uh, defensive score uh, on him the way Carr was playing. Like, he was playing like dog shit until like uh, the mid-third and fourth quarters. Yeah. Yeah, they were not playing up to par at all. They let them stay in the game. Yeah. I think they needed to start getting their uh, their second year receiver Raheed Shahid. I think I, I don't think I said his name right, but he's a speedster. And then you start sending him over to the top more to open up the field for the other guys for Olave Thomas, and then a back out of the. Well, I mean, like, with the Saints, like, the thing that I was noticing with the pressure that the Jags were putting on him, he didn't have time. You yeah. know, like, uh, and it was also, like, they commented, uh, I think it was uh, Kirk Herbstreet, you know, when uh, they were, you know, playing it. Like, his comment was, yeah, like, most quarterbacks go through, like, two, three progressions, you know, before – you know, he winds up checking down. It's like David Carr is, or what is it, Derek? I forget. You know, the car is, uh, you know, in hesit is hesitating. Um, you know, and basically going from first option check down, first option check down. And I mean, it's great for fantasy players that have Alvin Kamara. Uh, but yes, it was. You know, but it's definitely not good for. Well, just the quality of, you know, the gameplay out of the Saints. And, I mean, to have the weapons that the Saints have and the many weapons as the Jaguars have, you know, like, for this to only have scored 55 points is kind of baffling a little bit to me. Um, but, yeah, you know, kudos to the Jaguars. You won, like, uh, last four in a row. Uh, you are definitely looking like the Jaguars team that uh, we thought you were going to be in the preseason. So, uh, way to go, guys. So, we go from, okay, a relatively decent game to one that really, uh, basically, going to start this out, um, we're going to go through all 12 remaining games, and we are going to... I'm going to tell you what the spread is. 
and you guys are going to give me who's going to win. Will they meet the spread? And give me a bold prediction. Bold predictions are brought to you by the bullet, uh, people at Bulletproof Coffee. Uh, definitely go ahead and use our affiliate link uh, below and go ahead and get yourself some Bulletproof Coffee. And They don't just have coffee. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of energy uh you know, energy things. Uh, usually we bring them up when we have one of the international games. We do not have one uh, this week. So, uh, you know, the games will start at one o'clock. We get to sleep in a little bit, uh, football fans. But, no you know, the first one is kind of a stinker. So good thing to get this one uh, in the early slot to get this out of the way. As the Brian Hoyer-led... Las Vegas Raiders will go up against uh, the Justin Fields less Chicago Bears. Uh, the Raiders Ooh. are given a three and a half point edge. Um, and I forget the rookie's name. Um, yeah, Tyson B. Yeah, uh, I think it's Batchent or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, but, uh, you know, he gets the nod. So, uh, you know, basically how we're going to do this is, uh, Ben, you're going to start. Uh, Dylan, you will go second. I will go third. If anybody jumps in, they will go ahead and jump in front of me. All right. So, Ben, take her away. What do you see happening? Uh, will the Raiders win by four or more? I see the Raiders definitely winning this game. <laughs> the Bears without fields is even worse than having him. It's just the Bears are a mess. <laughs> Las Vegas is definitely going to win. I don't think it's going to be a slaughter fest, but they're going to win probably because of Devontae Adams. He's going to be the only reason. He's going to save the day probably by being able to catch whatever Hoyer throws at him. It's just it's not going to be a pretty sight probably for both sides of the team, but Hoyer has more an advantage because he has better experience. All right, Dylan, uh, what you got? Oh, actually, hey, Ben, uh, do you have a bold uh, from this, or is it just, uh, you know, uh, Devontae Adams is going to have a great game, you know, from this? Uh, you know what? I'm going to look at it this way. I feel like it's going to be a field goal fest, so I'm going to give it to the kicker for Las uh -huh. Vegas. All right, so uh, uh, Daniel Carlson. Yep, there you go. All right, so Dylan, um, what do you think? I got the Raiders winning by four touchdowns. All right. I, I, think, really I think Hoyer's going to ball out. He's going to have at least four touchdown passes, two of them to Hunter Renfro in the slot. And I just think that uh, the Bears aren't going to match up well with the Raiders. I think – Brian Hoyer is going to eat that secondary alive. Okay. I think Dylan's drinking that bold coffee. He is. 350, 350 yards, four touchdown passes. Book it. <laughs> All right. That, yeah, uh, that sounds uh, – that is definitely hella at your boy worthy. He might be mentioned uh, when we do that uh, Tuesday um, for a holla at your boy award, uh, you know, brought to you right by now, uh, the people at W Energy. Mustard's currently winning our poll. Oh, nice. So, yeah, definitely uh, Raheem Mustard is uh, 
you know, currently winning. If you don't feel that way, go ahead and pick one of the other options. Otherwise, you know, it will be, you know, Raheem must start uh, winning the Hollow uh, Chaboy this week. Uh, for me, um, really, this, uh, this game is going to be too close to call uh, right now on paper. Devontae Adams is absolutely not happy with his role right now in the uh, uh, Raiders offense. Uh, Jacoby Myers has uh, supplanted him uh, almost, it looks like, as the number one receiver in uh, Vegas. Uh, I mean, not going to lie, if things hold up, you know, he might ask to be traded before the deadline on Halloween. Um, but uh, with this, scary. <laughs> yeah, definitely a scary uh, proposition. Uh, but the Raiders are going to give the rookie a hard time. Uh, the Bears offensive line is a mess. Uh, the only uh, reason, you know, moving uh, up the field is, you know, Justin Fields, uh, respect to that. They're going to probably load through eight in a box the entire game. Uh, probably double team. Um, DJ Moore and probably be a double digit sack game for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, so I uh, definitely see the Raiders uh, winning, uh, probably not by you know four scores, a little bit uh, more barely than that. But uh, the Bears ah. barely seem like they'll show up. So, ah. yeah. <laughs> so we got that. Uh, my bold prediction again was the Raiders uh, with a double digit sack game. Uh, speaking of sack, uh, teams, uh, the Cleveland Browns go into Indianapolis to take on the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> the Browns are favored by two and a half points. So go ahead, uh, Ben, and give me your prediction on this game. Whew. You know what? <clears throat> Let's go back on the Browns hype train right now. Let's go. Let's strike while it's hot. The iron is hot with the Browns. I see the Browns definitely winning this game. The Minshew mania has worn off. It is no more. The hype is gone. <clears throat> Look for the Browns to win by three touchdowns. Not because of the offense, but because of the defense. Give the defense three takeaways in this game and one pick six. All right, nice. Uh, now, uh, I don't know if uh, Deshaun Watson is playing this game, so it might be uh, another he, battle of the backups. He has been, um, as far as I know, he's been practicing. Let me see. Um, so go ahead and take a look at that while um, we have Dylan go ahead. Time. So, All right, so Dylan. He's questionable right now. Okay. So he might have just been practicing. Uh, you know, he might play, might not be play. It might be again. It might be another battle of backups. All right, Dylan, what you seeing? Yeah, I'm with Ben here. I'm going with Cleveland by at least three touchdowns. I think they're going to have a pick six and a fumble recovery for a touchdown. I think Miles Garrett's going to have two and a half sacks on Gardner Minshew. I think Cleveland just going to steamroll the Colts coming off that big victory over the Niners. Gonna so, take those horseshoes off of those shoes, huh? Yeah. You know what? I am. I'm gonna do the Tyler thing, and I'm gonna go ahead and get myself uh, checked in for a drug test uh, at the league office on Monday. My bold prediction is the Indianapolis Colts are going to beat the Cleveland Browns. Um, you know, basically Cleveland. 
Yeah, it was definitely not a good day through the air uh, for Brock Purdy and the 49ers last week, but they did pretty well on the ground with uh, Christian McCaffrey. And I don't know about you, but those Colts, they have not one, but two quality running backs uh, there in Jonathan Taylor and in Zach Moss. Uh, so bold prediction of the day on that one. Uh, on top of the fact that I definitely see the Colts upsetting the Cleveland Browns is I see Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss both rushing for 100 yards on the number one ranked Cleveland Browns defense. All right. Yep. Definitely report to the office as early as 9 a.m. Monday All right, morning. I get to sleep in. Breakfast. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is this is this is my money money game of the week as the Buffalo Bills go into uh, Gillette Stadium to take on the New England Patriots. The Bills are favored by eight and a half. Uh, so uh, Ben. Go ahead and give me your opinion on Bills versus the Patriots. It, this is the end. This is the beginning of the end for Belichick. The Bills are going to demolish the Patriots so bad that Bill Belichick is going to get fired on Monday morning. Hell, they might not even wait until Monday morning. They might just do it right after the game. I know, I, I know the owner is not happy with everything that's going on right now, and... Belichick is definitely on the hot seat. Mac Jones is trash. That team is trash. And I feel like things are changing after this week. So right. give it to the Bills. Beating the Patriots. My bold is Belichick is getting fired. All right, Dylan. I got this being a trap game for Buffalo. New England wins by a field goal. And I think they really – New England relies on Raham Dre Stevenson, or however you say his first name. Okay. I think he's going to have 150 on the on the ground and two touchdowns. Sounds fair. Uh, I mean, you know, I – Yeah, again, uh, this isn't – This isn't the double there. Um, since you've gone ahead and did it. Um, for me – I see the Bills winning, uh, but you know, the reason why I'm putting this uh, as my money game of the week is because my money is going on New England keeping it close, and it's not because of anything involving New England. It's just because the Bills right now have been playing dog shit. You know, like they almost lost to the Giants. You know, by being ho hum, you can blame that on jet lag against the Jaguars. But you cannot blame that on, you know, Sunday night. They are not the fast-paced team offensively that they have been uh, in previous seasons. Uh, Josh Allen is trying to do too much. And Bill Belichick, again, still has a way of possibly taking out the best player on an offense. And that player is Stephon Diggs. So... My bold prediction is that we will see Stefan Diggs with under five catches in this game. Um, you know, a lot uh, of confidence. What? Bill Belichick. 
Hey, I don't know. If he, Christian Gonzalez looks pretty good. He's going to light up with Diggs, and he's held every big name receiver to not good games. So there we go. You know that, and again, I'm I'm going on the way the Bills have gone these past uh, few weeks. They have played like absolute dog shit in all but in uh, you know this season. So uh, at least in the first half. Oh, and speaking of playing like dog shit, uh, this wonderful matchup that we have. Uh, it is absolutely, uh, it is a game that basically is as appetizing as gas station sushi. So this is our gas station sushi game of the week between the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants. So the Commanders are favored by a point and a half. And yes, I can smell the stink all the way from Jersey. So... Uh, Ben, what, uh, what say you? Give me that ball. I am really fun. surprised that Washington is only a three favorite. Um, that, that's kind of crazy. Um, I, I can't, I mean, you know, they, they usually play tough, but the Giants are playing like absolute dog shit. Yeah, but they almost commanders aren't playing great either. But they're at least been consistent, like a little bit. I I, I just can't see them only winning by three. I, I see the commanders winning by at least ten. I, I see definitely see Sam Howe going uh, at least he's going at least throw for four touchdowns. He's been lights out. He's been the most consistent. F- Ball player quarterback wise, he's top 10 quarterback right now. He's been doing really good, and I think Robinson is definitely going to get 100 yards. I, I look for this to be a 350 yard game for Hal, 120 yard game for Robinson. Both of them are going to get at least Hal's going to get four touchdowns, Robinson's going to at least get one reception of those being a touchdown. All right, Dylan, what do you say? I think Washington wins by a touchdown. And I think Terry McLaurin has a breakout game that reminds him why he's a top receiver. It reminds everybody why he's a top receiver in the league. They don't call him Scary Terry for nothing. I saw a stat about him today where he's the league leader in receptions or some some kind of yardage since since he's been in the league. So he's definitely consistent. He's 150 and a touchdown at least tomorrow for McLaurin. Dotson, right. don't forget about Dotson either. So, basically, uh, what I see with these guys is um, I, I see Washington winning and covering the spread. Uh, I will say my bold prediction is that the New York Giants – do not score a touchdown again in this game. <laughs> I will love that. They are going to they are going to have almost a league record uh, for uh, quarters without a touchdown. I definitely see that going on. So there you go. As we're as we're on the subject of the Giants, um, Saquon Barkley and, um, says he doesn't want to be traded, and also the Giants' ownership has also said he's not being traded. So, Which, you know what that means to me? He's getting nothing. traded. Yeah, I don't mean anything to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he, it he's probably getting traded. 
All right. So now we got some bad games taken care of. Uh, we're actually coming to an actual good game at one o'clock. Uh, actually, yeah, these last two one o'clock games are mm, mwah, chef's kiss. Uh, definitely ones I want to watch. As the uh, Atlanta Falcons go to Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are the favorites uh, at two and a half. So basically Vegas is saying, bruh, is a close call. Go ahead. So guys, holla at your boy and give me your predictions and I want them bolder. All right, Ben, give me a bold. Well, if you are a Buccaneers or a Falcons fan, you live in the Delmarva area. You can get yourself a cheap ticket probably up up north in Newark, Delaware, and fly down to Tampa and get yourself a $33 ticket. That's as low as they're going right now. Sounds like a hell of a deal. And then go on the beach and show on the you know, watch the waves of the margarita That's, afterwards. Not going to lie. A $33 ticket to a football game? Phew, very yeah. nice. In Tampa? Yeah, that's not bad. I look, so Falcons, I, I, I can't see them messing up again two weeks in a row. Their time Great. management was horrible in the fourth quarter. I'm giving the edge to the Falcons this week. I know the Buccaneers are playing good. I'm giving the Falcons. They're going to cover this. They're going to beat Tampa by at least a field goal. Uh, I, I say Desmond Ritter is going to have a lights out game. He's going to throw for 280. I know that's not a lot, but for him, that's a lot. Dylan, what do you see? I think Atlanta's going to beat Tampa Bay, and I think Bijan Robinson's going to have a three touchdown game. Okay. Very nice. Do you think uh, Pitts is actually going to do something? And I think Pitts will have two touchdowns. So he's been that's like five. That's, yeah, that's gonna. That's a. That's a very, very high quality performance out of Atlanta. Um, my prediction is I'm gonna go with uh, Tampa Bay. Um, it's just what my gut says. Like, uh, Atlanta is about as, uh, consistent as, you know. Uh, three o'clock Taco Bell bowel movement, like just like it is just not consistent at all. Uh, they're up and down. And they it's almost like with the talent they have, they just take weeks off. Um, so uh, I know Baker, he uh, hurt his hand uh, last week, uh, basically, you know, cutting it. Uh, but. You know, hey, uh, I, I see him bouncing back. Uh, we've not had um, the baker that can't hit the broad side of a barn, but, you know, yet. But he's a coming. He's a coming, folks. Uh, I will give Baker four touchdowns, three to Mike Evans. Uh, Mike Evans will probably be a Hollacha boy candidate. I'm going to go with a bolder pick on mine. Okay. So... The Falcons have aver- averaging um, offensive passing under 200 yards every game. Um, so I'm going to tell you that Baker Mayfield is not going to hit over 180. He's going to throw for 173, one touchdown, two picks. Okay. All right, and now this game is absolutely my lock for game of the week. 
as the Detroit Lions go into Baltimore to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Ravens are actually favored by three and a half over the Detroit Lions. Uh, so what say you, Ben? You know, I don't know how the Ravens are favored in this game. Like, same. Uh, that is definitely a game I'm putting on my on my parlay. That, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Is it because it's in Baltimore? I, I, I end up, I'm so utterly confused. I mean, I, I is it because it of the entry to Montgomery? You know, the... I don't, I don't see know. being that close, man. I, honestly, I see the Lions winning by 10 points. Um, the Baltimore Ravens are just what they are. Average. They're an average team. They are not good at all. They are a hoax of a team. Their offense... Even though they gave Lamar Jackson weapons, they still are utter crap. They still cannot consistently move the ball. They rely too much on Tucker. And you take Tucker out of that out of that team and you put an average kicker in on that team, they're losing probably seventy five percent of their games. And before I let Dylan take over. Will you show me on this doll where the Ravens touched you? Because, man, you've been, like, <laughs> harping on the Ravens for weeks, sir. Uh, as, a yeah. person, as a person who has been around this area, the Marva area, and you know, Ricky, the Ravens fans think they're, like, the greatest team ever. And the only reason why they win these games is because of Tucker. If you drive everywhere in Delmarva, what do you see on billboards, Ricky? Baltimore. What do you see on that billboard, Ricky? I mean, to be fair, I don't see any don't Ravens players anymore. But I, you know, I see I every time I pass one, I see Justin Tucker. And Justin well, Tucker I mean, is Justin he's Tucker. He's definitely Miller. better than Lamar Jackson. He is the best player on the on the Ravens. Um, I'm just saying that this team puts too much effort into being mediocre on offense and then rely on the kicker way too much. And I'm tired of hearing about the Ravens thinking that they're hot shit when, honestly, they're hot, utter garbage. What's that, you? I'm taking Detroit in this one. I think they win by two touchdowns. I think Jameer Gibbs has a career day filling in for Montgomery. All right. I mean, that would be nice. I mean, for Gibbs to finally show the potential, you know, the, you know, the potential that uh, Detroit was looking for when they drafted him in the first round this year. I think he has an Alvin, a prime Alvin Kamara type game tomorrow. Okay. That's, that's good. So I'm going to give us the, um, the, Sports pad sweep. I'm going to say Detroit as well. Um, I see Jared Goff going golf and uh, basically throwing for four touchdowns, you know, and 300 yards. Two of them to the sun gut. So that'd be nice. So that'll conclude that concludes our one o'clock games. 
Uh, now we are going to go to uh, the wonderful uh, Los Angeles as the Los Angeles Rams host the Steelers. And the Rams have a three and a half point favorite um, over to Steelers. Ben, what say you? Three and a, three and a half, huh? That's rough. I mean, the Steelers do have a good rush defense, and they do get out to the quarterback. I'm going to give the edge to the Rams. Um, they're going to cover the spread. That, I don't know, three, three and a half is a little low. I'm going to give them at least a little bit more, maybe by seven. Let's face it, the Rams have a pretty good offense. We thought they were going to be bottom of the barrel. We counted them out before the season even started this year. They've been halfway decent. I give it to the Rams. Give edge to the Rams. I'm going to give Cup is going to get over 120 yards. He's going to get four touchdowns. Okay, Dylan. I think Pittsburgh's defense is going to be too much in this one, and I think T.J. Watt has a three-sack game and a forced fumble, and Pittsburgh wins by one. That's sexy. That's uh, that's interesting. Uh. So, uh, I am going to. I hear that beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Number I five for the next games too. This one's actually hard for me. Um, reason why is the Rams are literally without a backfield almost. Uh, like they're um. Their running back is Zach. I think he's a rookie. Um, because yes. uh, they lost uh, n- their starting running back, uh, you know, Kyron Williams, uh, last week, as well as the backup, Ronnie Rivers, who went on injured reserve this week in uh, in the game against the uh, against the Cardinals last week. So. You definitely know, like, that Pittsburgh is going to kind of, like, just double-team cup and try and make it, you know, kind of try and win on the ground. For that reason, I am going to say that the player that is going to get the most out of this with uh, Cooper Cup back. And with them keying in on him because they think that, hey, we just have to cover him and take take care of things. It's going to open it up for him. And that is going to uh, cause 150 yards and a touchdown for uh, uh, Nuka Cola. Nuka Cola. All right. So we have. Next matchup, a oh man, now I got the hiccups. A NFC West matchup between the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks are favored to win by seven and a half. So, Ben, what say you? All right. Well, the Cardinals definitely aren't winning this. I see the Seahawks. Covering the spread. Who's there? Is uh, Gino still playing or is he injured? He's still in. He's I think. Still playing. All right. 
So, look at the injuries here. Uh, DJ Metcalf, or DK Metcalf did not play. He's been questionable still. Um, and then I was, I was reading something today about his, his hips still bothering him. And they're not sure yet. Oh, the night that the hips don't lie. I'm so. <laughs> I'm gonna give the edge to Seahawks. I'm gonna give Walker 120 yards, two touchdowns. All right, Dylan, what you got? I'm going with Seattle by two touchdowns, and I think you see a vintage performance by Tyler Lockett. Oh, very nice. Uh, 125, 125, and two touchdowns. That is vintage. That's spicy. All right. So let's see. Spike his jersey sales. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get the you know, get that on uh, fanatics.com. Go ahead and follow the link in the uh in our description below. Go uh follow the deal before it goes on IR. And the Arizona Cardinals, you know, uh, Hollywood Brown has disappeared uh, in the offense. James Conner is hurt. Kyler Murray is starting to practice, but he's not coming in. Seahawks are starting to warm up. And I think that bold prediction, the Seattle Seahawks defense scores more points than the Arizona Cardinals. That's bold. Mm-hmm. Again, get you into the drug testing room again, sir. Hey. That's two of them. Yeah. But hey, I'm I'm kicking them field goals, baby. Uh so and what is baffling to me right now, the Green Bay Packers are going into Denver, the mile high. Only point and a half favorites. Oh, somebody up there is smoking that good Zaza. <laughs> ben, what do you say? All right. I see meteorocracy. I see a joke. Both of these teams aren't really that great. And let's be honest... There is no like greatness. I, you know, greatness and these teams are very much distance. Great has a restraining order against both of these teams. Oh, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> it, it's not going to be won by the quarterbacks. Uh, I look for this to be a defensive game, and I look for Green Bay's defense to hold it up and keep it in close. Green Bay will cover the spread, the win by three. Give the running. I I don't know. I would say, eh, I'll give it to Dylan. He'll have 125 yards, two touchdowns. Dylan. Broncos by two scores, and I think you have a vintage Russell Wilson performance. I think he's tired of all the all the shit talking towards him, and he's going to show why Denver traded for him. 
400 passing yards, 75 rushing yards, and five combined touchdowns. Oh, he's going to show up, show up. I think he's going to do, like, prime Russ. Uh, Speaking of showing up, uh, you were sitting right there next to me about uh, that drug test uh, Monday morning. Uh, Bright and early, man. Bright and early. (laughs) Better bring the fucking bulletproof coffee. All right. um, So, so I go with Green Bay. Uh, Definitely, Russell Wilson is not the answer uh, in Denver. Like, Russell Wilson is just absolutely on the downside of his career. Uh, Also, it showed last year that, you know, Pete Carroll's system is why Russell Wilson succeeded, not Russell Wilson, the quarterback. Pete Carroll was the chef in that kitchen. All right. Green Bay is going to win this game. Uh, I'm going to say Jordan Love is the one that looks like Russell Wilson of Seattle fame in this and throws for 400 yards and gets five combined touchdowns. Whoo! Yeah, I'm gonna have to. T- I'm gonna. We're gonna have to drug test you for more than just some stuff here. That's, <laughs> that's very. Yeah, that's a lot. That's Taking bold. Aaron Rodgers ayahuasca. Huh? I mean, you know, yeah, hey, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers could have been practicing the astral projection shit. You know, that's that's Jordan Love. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, do you feel that he's going to come back? Because he's been walking without crutches and thrown on the sidelines. I think he'll be back by week 12, and the Jets will make the playoffs once he comes back. I have said they're going to make the playoffs. I haven't said he's going to come back that early, but damn, that's early. It will depend on where the Jets are. Uh, if the Jets have a shot of making the playoffs, I see Aaron Rodgers coming back. If not, Aaron Rodgers will just pack it in. Could have packed McAfee. I mean, he's been making some bold statements on Bat McAfee, and he's been saying that he's done some <clears throat> new technology surgery. I, I don't know. Anal probes are we not just... new. <laughs> okay, All right. Carton. So, so, um, uh, we are ahead as the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Los Angeles Chargers. And uh, basically, the spread is showing at five and a half. Uh, or is that the uh, amount of times that they are going to show uh, Taylor Swift uh, during the game? I don't Way um, over. Way over. Ben, what do you say? Look. It, it, let's face it, the Chargers are done. They're they're gonna probably trade away Herbert, so this is probably gonna be his last game as a Charger. Um, Tavis and Mahomes are gonna have a good connection this game, and they are going to demolish the Chargers by 14 points, and look for Tavis Kelsey. To have 120 yards and three touchdowns. Tavis. Huh? <laughs> Tavis. 
Yeah, it's like new yeah, it's all, uh, sounds like yeah, you know, James Winston's like a uh, new uh, new nickname. Davis. Yeah, I call it, I could call it call him Mr. Fires. Right? All right, <laughs> so Dylan, what you got? I think it's gonna be a good old fashioned shootout between these two quarterbacks. I think Justin Herbert reminds everybody why he's the franchise guy, and I was gonna say San Diego, but LA. All right, all right. What do we always say, Ricky? Six touchdowns for Justin Herbert tomorrow. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, you definitely. Uh, I think we're just out drug testing each other at this fucking point. Um, but no, uh, so like, yeah, uh, me, I definitely go with Kansas City covering the spread. Uh, I see Travis Kelsey with two touchdowns. Uh, but you know, the holla at your boy player out of this game is Isaiah Pacheco. He is going to have three scores combined uh, through the air and on the crowd. And he's going to have 150 all-purpose yards. No. Uh, the 4 o'clock games are definitely a lot better looking than the 1 o'clock games. Uh, and yeah, even though they're kind of crappy too at the same time. It's a midweek, pretty much. Uh, but uh, Sunday night... Mwah. Oh man, very, very appealing. Very Go birds. All right. We have the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Miami Dolphins. The advantage goes to Philly by a point and a half. So, That's a joke. what are we seeing out of this? Uh, ben, go ahead. Holy crap. It is test time, boys. Look, the Eagles are a farce as well. I'm not going to lie. I know Dylan, don't shoot me. However, <laughs> the Eagles have not been playing as well as everybody thinks they've been playing. And the only reason why they've been looking good is because they've been playing mid-teams. And even when they did play mid-teams, Washington gave them a really hard battle, almost beat them. And then the Jets did beat them. So are the Eagles really that good? We're about to find out because the Eagles cannot cover a receiver to save their life. And the Dolphins have a really good receiving core. A really good receiving A really good receiving core is an understatement. A yeah. team of gods amongst I, men on receivers, sir. I don't know how they're a three-point favorite. This is ridiculous. I'm giving the edge to the Dolphins. I'm going to say they're going to win by 10 points. I say Tua is going to show why he was the better Alabama quarterback. Oh. And he's going to throw for 400 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Ooh. Dylan, what you got? Taking my birds this week. They got embarrassed by the Jets last week. That game, they shouldn't have lost that game. The Eagles should have beat them by three touchdowns at least. And I think that Jalen Hurts, he comes out and shows why he shouldn't have got benched for Tua in the national championship game. And I think the Eagles wide receiving core outperforms the Dolphins wide receiving core. Eagles by 21. All right. Uh, so, me. Uh, yeah. Ten, 10 sacks by the Eagles defense. Okay, oh. that's uh, that's pretty bold there. Yeah, pretty Jalen Carter. Jalen Julio's getting a touchdown, fifty yards and a touchdown. 
50 yards and a touchdown. So that's basically one play. All right, got you. Yeah, um, right over the top. Julio. <laughs> so, uh, so Miami, uh, I'm I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say this. Miami, their problem is, you know, that when they play good teams, they are definitely different. Uh, I mean, look at what happened to Buffalo. Like, uh, Miami looked like they were playing scared against Buffalo. Uh, the Eagles, uh, the Eagles, the way they're playing right now on offense, they're very slow to start on offense. Um, unlike last year where they could score from anywhere on the field at any time, it seems like you got to start them up a little bit. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, and uh, with what way Brees Hall was uh carving up the Eagles D last week, uh, for the Jets, I see a big game out of Raheem Mostert, uh, getting him a three touchdown game as the Miami Dolphins beat the Philadelphia Eagles at the link. And my bold prediction is that there will be a riot in Philly afterward. Ooh. See, yeah. the only thing I uh, fault you there is the Eagles were missing Jalen Carter and Fletcher Cox last week who were both healthy this week. So I think that plugs up that Miami running game. Plugs up that hole. But yeah. again, there will be a riot, sir, in Philly. Riot in Philly. Are we going to grease the poles? Grease the grease the poles. Grease them up. Get your lube ready. I mean, what? Especially the Phillies. Especially the Phillies win tonight. Take a three-two series lead against Arizona. Going back into Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely get your lube ready uh, because time to grease them poles. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Monday night is the uh, San Francisco 49ers uh, against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, we have primetime Kirk Cousins going against uh, the injured uh, San Francisco 49ers. What do you see going on in this matchup? Uh, the 49ers are favored to win by seven and a half. Woo! Yeah, so, man, what you got? Look, we do have primetime cousins coming in town. Um, so <laughs> everybody's questionable on the 49ers. They're not listed as out. So there is possible everybody could play. I definitely don't see Minnesota hanging into this game. This is gonna be another one of those bulletproof coffee of the coffee games of the night. You're gonna just gonna need to try to stay up if you're a Minnesota fan. However, if you're a San Francisco fan you're going to be hyped the entire time because Christian McCaffrey is going to come back from in injury and he's going to steamroll the Vikings. 150 all-purpose yards, three touchdowns. All right, Dylan, what you seeing? I think that, uh, man, I don't know because Kirk Cousins sucks on prime time, but I feel like if <laughs> McCaffrey's out, then I think San Fran doesn't win. It depends on which Cousins shows up. Yeah. I, th- I think Minnesota takes it by a field goal. And I think Jordan Addison has two touchdowns for the Vikings. All right. That's my turn. So, uh, I definitely am going to say this, um, that 
San Francisco is going to win, but not by seven and a half. Yeah, I, I definitely see Christian McCaffrey probably not even making it through this entire game. Um, he'll still score a touchdown. He'll give his fantasy owners, you know, something. Uh, yay! But, uh, you know, my uh, definite pick is, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins is going to throw three interceptions, but he's going to throw two touchdowns to a certain uh, certain tight end of his, TJ Hawkinson. Um, you know, uh, during this night, uh, you know, George Kittle will have no catches. Oh. Why is that? He's just not going to have a catch. You know, either, you know, Purdy's pretty awful uh, on Monday night, or it's just, yep. So He's a pretty boy. So finally, <laughs> with uh, these teams that were defeated last week, uh, things have tightened up a little bit. So I'm definitely wanting to see if uh, the predictions will change. Uh, ben, give me your Super Bowl. My Super Bowl. Man, right now, I still see San Fran and I see the Chiefs currently. Four Chiefs winning. By a field goal. Who? I, I didn't hear it. 49ers by a field goal. Fortnite's by a field goal. All right, Dylan, uh, what is your current Super Bowl? I see the Eagles beating the Lions in the NFC Championship game to get there to play against Cincinnati, and the Eagles win by a touchdown. Again, on drugs, Cincinnati's not getting to the uh, – they might not even make the playoffs. Um, for me, I am right now going. Dolphins over the Eagles. Eagles start to hit that, um, you know, Bills, uh, Bills moniker, like losing Super Bowls in a row. I mean, nope. hopefully not four, but you know, I mean, nope. I, I like the Eagles, <laughs> but you know, uh, you know, but so I'm just going with it. But yeah, uh, so uh, you know, basically, uh, things are you know shaping up. Uh, things are starting to ramp up in the NFL, uh, and uh, you know, this is where uh, some teams will start to find themselves, and some teams will start to find themselves lost in the uh, lost in the sauce. Uh, so, uh, with that, dollar prediction. What you got? Chiefs losing the divisional round. Yeah. Miami-Cincinnati AFC Championship game and Bengals win by a field goal. Uh, I mean, that's only bold because, you know, definitely the way Cincinnati's offense has been going right uh, right now. Uh, Either they need to right the ship soon. That won't happen. Uh, Cincinnati, uh, or not Cincinnati, but Kansas City, yeah. I, I see them potentially losing in the divisional round because of the way their offense is right now. It's just like, you know, it's almost like they're suffering now what New England, like, hey, you know, not having a superstar receiver for your superstar tight end is not helping you anymore. 
because uh, yeah. New England, New England, they went without a superstar receiver, uh, except you know, last Walker years, but you know that didn't stop them. But now it is. You know, they don't have anybody really to ignite that offense. It's just, yeah. No, but uh, yeah. So um, that is our episode of the Social Sports Fat Podcast. Uh, everybody, uh, thank you so much for your support. Uh, you know, if you feel free to visit any of our, uh, you know, uh, affiliate sponsorships uh the links are down in the uh you know in our description below uh please please feel free uh we are getting ready to get into the holiday season um you know we are gearing up for the trade deadline which next week we will talk about uh what trades we may predict happen uh you know for teams uh we will definitely look forward to uh commenting on tuesday uh for and uh, to reveal the winner of our holla at your boy uh, for week uh, six and give you our week seven holla at your boy candidates. Uh, so um, for us here at the Social Sports Fat Podcast, I'm Ricky. Uh, with me today was uh, was Ben and Dylan. And, you know, definitely uh, thank you, everybody. And for us, we wish yes. you a good night, good week, and always. Always. Good season. Good season. Yeah.